Hey friends, are you unsure of what to say on social media or what to even send in your weekly emails? Well, what if creating content could be easy? Would you be looking for a shortcut to creating consistent content? Yes, consistent content, because you know consistency is key. Well, let me tell you, you are not alone when you feel like you're struggling on what to post or what to write in emails. And we know that you have that product part of your business down. But as you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know that to get more people to your products, to buy your products, you need to create great content. Oh, I know, I see. I keep saying content, and that's the dreaded C word. And we can't tell you how many product bosses tell us that they want to create great content for their audience and their customers, but they don't know what to say, or they are so busy, they can't find the time, or they really, really, really don't want to be the face of their brand. Well, no worries, because that's exactly why we created a year of content. It is your shortcut to creating consistent content that resonates with your audience and brings more loyal customers who can't wait to buy your products. If you want to see how easy this is and how easy it is to create content for your audience and your customers, head to www.ayearofcontent.com. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sitap, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, product bosses. Did you know that every Wednesday we have a live talk show called Bosses and Breakfast where we chat business, mindset, mom life, and everything in between. It's a really fun time and it feels like a conversation amongst friends. In fact, sometimes we have conversations that we don't necessarily know that they're going to lead to where they lead, but we get such an amazing reaction from our listeners and from our community and from our students that we actually wanted to bring it to you to hear today. Yes, our favorite thing about Bosses and Breakfast is that we get to get together, we get to laugh, we get to be inspired about what's happening, and we get to check in with you and re-motivate you on why you're working so hard. So join us next time. We'd love to see you there. And here's that snippet from one of our shows that got tons of positive response, where we all walked away feeling more inspired and motivated for the week. So let's jump in. So what we want to talk about today is to be honest, are you afraid of success? Okay. Because this is what's going to hold us up starting a new year where it's like, I have these big dreams. I have these big goals, but your mind gets in the way. Like, oh, but if I do this. I think the excuses are built in too. Like Mm -hmm. fun facts for all of you and for Jacqueline. Did you know that the second week of January is known as National Quitters Day? January 19th for 2022. It's the day that most likely, um, let me read it. I Googled it too, because I knew it was a thing, but I want to see how they describe it. The second Friday in January is known as Quitter's Day, as it is most likely the day for people to give up 
their New Year's resolutions. So not the 15th of January. <laughs> yeah, not the 15th of January. It's two weeks in. So this year is the okay. 19th, right? Okay. And um so that it's like, it's already built in and as, as a society, you make the resolutions, you quit on national quit day. But here's the thing. There's going to be a subset of those people that don't quit. We want you to be part of those. So, you know, when we ask you the question, are you afraid of success? You know, it is actually a really common thing. Like I know it, for me, it feels like I never realized that was a thing until I started working with more and more people, tens of thousands of people. And I was like, this is really common, actually. So don't think that you're alone in it. And I think that the society feeds into it a little bit too, because it's like almost like, oh, partake in this national quitters day. And we're like, no, no, do not partake in that day. You, there's nothing to be afraid of. Get past it, you know? Mm -hmm. So Resolutions are resolutions. And I actually decided this year for me not to set a resolution. I don't know if you, if you would like to share your resolutions in the comments, we'd love to see them. I decided this year that I wasn't going to set a specific resolution because I am constantly in a state of improvement. I'm constantly working on myself. I'm constantly trying to get better. So the calendar year is not the thing that I'm like, oh, now I'm going to work out more. I've been incorporating that at different times in my life, but my overall feeling of this year, the things I want to do with my life, that's sort of what I, I set for the year for myself. But what we want to get to, though, as you're kind of going to this, is that are you afraid of success, right? So the success could be business success. The success could be losing weight. The success could be taking time off, right? Because people sometimes mm -hmm. when they Getting think about healthier. I mean, yeah, because it takes work. It takes commitment. It takes consistency. And it's fearful because a lot of times we are more comfortable in our own, what's the word? Not like misery, but like, like it's comfortable to oh, stay we're as comfortable. you are. We're comfortable in it being comfortable Com because yeah. even like when you think about the way we are built naturally, like as cavemen and women, we were uh, built to survive. So anytime there's some sort of discomfort, we don't like it, right? We mm -hmm. like to be comfortable because discomfort means you're probably going to die or something, right? So we've been trained in our brains and in our bodies to not, to not push be, to be uncomfortable, you know? And then there's some people that are just have harder lives. Like, you know, like this is something that I get concerned about my kids. They have such easy lives. And I had such a, you know, like I had to really claw my way. Like, ha are they ever going to be resilient? So every parent enough? ever. Yeah. I think I every parent ever. Five miles in the snow to get yeah. to school. <laughs> so I love what you said, because I wrote down some things. So it takes commitment. It takes consistency. But the first part of it also takes like a mental shift, you know? So when we're talking about all this, like even Jacqueline saying, I'm not going to do um, a resolution this year. I am going to do an overall feeling, right? So believe it or not, not a lot of people even sit down to reflect. Like what is my conscious thing that I'm going to do? They don't set their intention. They might be like, oh, okay, I'm going to lose weight. But okay, that seems like a very like, or, you know, get healthy, lose weight, whatever it is, you know, that you want to do. But what is it that you actually have to do if you really commit to it? Well, well listen to Maureen. Maureen said, I'm not afraid of losing weight. I'm afraid of being hungry while I do it. <laughs> true. Truth. Because it's uncomfortable. My so husband used to say, go to bed hungry. I was like, what do you mean go to bed hungry? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. You know, like, it's and even, oh, I love that because, you know, one of the things that I saw was that we've been trained as kids to clean our plates, but you know, it's actually not healthy all the time to clean your plate. You should stop actually before your plate is clean. And I was like, what? Who? <laughs> huh? What? Especially in Jewish and Asian what? family what where saying? it's like offensive if you don't eat all the food, yeah, right? Right. You eat to show respect in a way, mm-hmm. you know? And so, yeah, I was just like, so it, to show commitment, you know, like, let's say you wanted to lose weight, you would bear the hunger. You would have a meal plan you would have some sort of commitment. You could hire a professional. You'd set out your goals. You know, it's like, you know, my life since last June. (laughs) Yeah. So even like, um, for our team, we actually put like our overall feel and I was like, I want to feel healthier. So mind, body, all that stuff, but I'm choosing consistency over intensity. So me even consciously choosing consistency over intensity. Cause I know that for me, my body prefers consistency over intensity. Like I don't like high impact things, especially, you know, old lady joints and things like that over here. So, um, that's what I'm consciously choosing. So as I said, there's a mental shift that you have to do and the planning that happens and then a commitment and the consistency that happens. It's way more than just a resolution, right? It's like a plan to get to that idea of success. So I would set my goal of the idea of, of success for whatever it was that I was doing. Like, let's say it was to lose weight or something. And then I would work my way backwards and set a plan against it, you know, mm-hmm. in the time allotted that I give myself. So that's some of what we're going to be talking about is a little bit of time and money. And, you know, if you have a goal for your business and you have, you know, do you have the time allotted that will get you there, mm-hmm. you know, and the so- money that will get you there? since we're talking about food and dieting, because that's a big, and this is a business podcast, we will get to the business part of all of this. But for example, I've had a lot of health challenges over the last three years. There's just been, and food challenges and food allergies and things that I didn't know. Because um, back in 2019, 20, no, actually it was 2020, I was dealing with some health issues. So I really had to look at my food and I tried all these things and I hired holistic people and I hired all these different people to try different things. And I did tests and all the stuff. Well, in June, I decided to hire a nutritionist who will be on the podcast eventually because he has a product-based business that's food. Um, He's a really high-profile nutritionist. And the reason I did it was because all of the other things I did on my own were not working. And also, there is a fear of losing weight because the fear of losing weight, like we said, goes into discomfort, right? Well, what Mm. if I'll be hungry? Um, Maybe it won't work. Like I'll, I've tried all these other will things. Will I, I feel different, right? Yeah. Will it, will it, for me, it was always like, will it work? And I've tried all these other things and I haven't gotten to where I wanted to be like in terms of weight, okay? And I say this because, I, um, because it was a health thing. I started it as a health journey um, based on like the problems I was having. So, but I've been working with him since June, lost like 20 pounds. Um, and he has me eating all the time. I eat six meals a day. He's like, you're going to feel like it's too much food to eat. That's why you always mm-hmm. see me with these waters. I have to drink like half my body weight mm-hmm. in water a day. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm, and it took a long time where I was like, it's never going to work. It's never going to work. I felt stagnated. I felt like I plateaued, but because I meet with him once every like 10 days, he will change things up for me. Right. He'll change things and I'll start to get really dismayed. But then he's like, look, like you could be on one side of this where you think it's just never going to work. It's not possible. Or you can go to the other side that says, if I just stay consistent with it, it will eventually work. Mm -hmm. And I think, and it is working. And 
you know, the holidays are a whole other thing, but it's working. So for all of you, if we're going to talk about business, the fear of success in business, and I've seen people write this in the comments, but tell me if this, if this feels true to you as well. If I get successful, my business is going to be too big. I won't be able to handle it. I won't be able to keep up. I'm not going to have enough time in my day. I'm going to get buried in the work. I Mm -hmm. can't possibly make more things. I can't possibly fulfill more things. Because right now you probably feel like you don't have enough time in the day to do all the things or to get balanced or to feel like you can juggle all the things like in any sort of good sort of way. And so a lot of times we stop it because we can't see that path forward. And we think it's always going to look the way that it looks right now. It could never be different. Yeah. Does that resonate? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're scared of the uncertainty because even that idea of success, success, we have no idea what that feels like, right? And it feels so scary to be in a place that you have no idea about, but you have these, you think that it looks a certain way. So you haven't, so there's some people that, for example, I don't want that successful business business because that means I have to have a big team. That's an example. But that simply is not true. We're talking your version of success. So if you don't want a big team, you can still be successful. And we've seen people make, I mean, $15 million with a team of like three people, three people. So people do it in their own different way. They get to their own path. Everybody has their own path. But believe me, when I hear you, when I hear people say, I hear all the time, I don't want to be successful because I don't want, I don't even want the million dollars because that means I have to have a big team or that means I have to um, be working all the time or that means I have to make everything myself. And I will say that is not true in any of those scenarios. So let me ask you all a question. If we said that it's never going to be a hundred percent easy, but if we said you could be successful, let's just, I'm going to throw the million dollars out there. Cause I want you to dream big. Cause I had never dreamt of a million dollar business. I'd always wanted a six figure business when I had started my business, but I want to get us into that million dollar mindset. So if we said it was possible for you to have a million dollar business, but your life would be more aligned with the way that you want it to be. You'd have more time doing the things you want. You would have more time with the people you love. You'd have more time to vacation. You wouldn't be stuck at your desk or in your warehouse or making or doing something. Would you say no? Would you say, no, I don't want that million? Like, or would you say, yes, I would want a million dollar a year revenue business if it felt like it would feel different than I feel like it feels today. Does that make sense? How I said it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think it's an alignment thing, right? So a lot of times people the reason why they pull back from that million dollar thing is not only is it fear of success, but it's also um, like money mindset that Mm -hmm. people have their own versions of what they think about money too. So like a million for them, they might be like, oh, I can't make, that means I'm greedy. Or that means, you know, money is rooted in evil, or that means this and that. So there's a, a whole nother set of, or open up a whole nother can of worms when we think about that the success being a certain way, like the million dollars, right? But what I'm saying is that all of this that we're saying, all of these things are mental limiting blocks that you have to sit down and think about what your actual goals are, your version of success or your version of, you know, do you want a million dollars or your version of whatever it is. And then you commit to it and you stick with it with consistency and reinvestment. 
So a lot of times the reason why people quit is because they get discouraged and they're not sure if they should reinvest again, or they're not sure if they have what it takes, you know, or they're not sure if they should keep going, you know, and a lot of it, and and they don't believe in themselves enough or mm-hmm. um, their family gets them really discouraged. Like some people are like, oh, you haven't made a million dollars yet. Well, no, I haven't made a million dollars yet, you know? And it gets you like, really, like you have all these feelings around it, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, getting the right people around you, getting the right support. But I will tell you at the root of this is a mental thing. It is your mind. Because I'm seeing in the comments, someone's like, it feels like it would come with so much pressure. Or um, someone mm-hmm. else said, million dollar business is scary. I feel like I would lose control, that I will have too many of the wrong people involved and it would fail. So I'm going to go back to the diet thing again, beginning of the year, my journey that I've been Mm -hmm. on. So when I sat down with that nutritionist, by the way, I guess I'll just tell you all, he's the nutritionist to the Kardashians. He's the nutritionist to all of the Avengers, um, to our uh, Dick Cheney, like to Christian Bale. Okay. Like this is like, I'm not messing around with (laughs) who I'm going to. Dick Cheney. (laughs) You know why? Because he had to help Dick Cheney lose weight and then helped Christian Bale gain weight to play Dick Cheney on TV. That was a story you shared with me, sharing with all of you here. Um, So he's a big time nutritionist and I'm paying a lot of money to go to this person, but that's because my health is ultimately the most important thing to me. Your health is your wealth. Right. Because it doesn't matter. The money doesn't matter if you're not well. So I say this because when I sat down with him in his office and he told me how much he wanted me to lose. And I was like, I haven't been that weight. And since I was in high school, there's no possible way I will get there. I have no idea. And he's like, well, I'm going to have you have a shake and you're going to have all these snacks and then you're going to eat this for lunch. And then you're going to have these snacks and you're going to eat 40 minutes before you go to bed. All the things you told me to eat in my head, I would have like, when I was trying to figure it out on my own, I couldn't figure it out on my own. I was vegan. I couldn't figure it out on my own. And he tells me this and I'm still thinking like, okay, all right. I just have to trust him. He's my coach in nutrition. So I had to trust him and go by his his thing. And, you know, lots a couple of pounds in the first week and whatever. I mean, cut to a few months later and it's a lot. But I say that because you don't need to know how you're going to get there. You just need to follow steps. You just need to take that first step. Because mm-hmm. you telling me I'd be back at my high school weight, which I'm not there yet, but if I was, I'm like, never, never. In my life, you, I've never. But in the very beginning, so even taking that back a little bit, you would have to be aligned with him on what your idea of what that goal was. So right. High school weight, let's just say that, right? So if you were someone who is like, oh, I actually don't want to be high school weight. And if I'm high school weight, that means I have will have these other health problems and I will, you know, because I'll have all this pressure of maintaining that weight and I have to buy a whole new wardrobe and I have to have team members be my stylist. And I, I mean, this doesn't to, sound like a horrible lifestyle that you're telling me I know, right now. <laughs> but it, like I'm saying like the goal has to be aligned. So even when you say a million right. dollars, it feels different. That feels scary and lots but, of pressure. This seems fancy and but nice. What, you know? But what you're, but what you're saying yeah. though is that, uh-huh. for example, if he was like, I'm going to get you to high school weight and you have to do this in the next three months and you have to do X, Y, Z and it felt uncomfortable and it, not un- it was already uncomfortable, but it felt undoable and not manageable where I would quit by the 17th of January. Mm-hmm. That's not how he operates. He operates slowly. It's long-term. It's changing. Even like the diet he gave me was a slow version into it. It was like the first thing he told me to do was drink more water. That was it. That was my first job. It wasn't like drink more water, don't eat carbs, don't eat after, you know, it was just drink more water. 
because he understands the human mindset and that you need to ease into this journey. And so for all of you in business, it's right now, it's just that idea of, okay, there is a potential that I could be successful, more successful. Pull the lid off. Yeah. That you have the potential. You dream bigger. You don't have, you don't need to know every single thing you're going to do to get there. You don't need to do this in the next six months or a year. It could be in five years. It could be in 10 years. It could be totally different, but that you could do it in your own time, but know that you could get there and know that this doesn't have to be something that's overwhelming or that you won't be equipped to handle on your journey because you will, you will, you will get the tools. You will learn the things you will learn how to manage team members. If that's what you want to do. If it's a handmade business, you'll figure out how to keep it handmade and to let your people know. Cause I think Alfred was saying, our people want it to be my two hands. Yes. And no mm-hmm. we work with a lot of makers and it's no longer their two hands and they are highly successful. It's handmade. It's just not the actual owner's two hands. I'm just going to jump in really quick to interrupt this episode because I have to ask you a question. Can you believe we're already full steam ahead into another year? I know it's unbelievable. And we know you have big goals for your product business this year, and we're here to help you reach them. In all of our years helping product bosses, we find that one of the biggest things that they struggle with is setting their businesses up to truly scale and thrive. They don't know how to organize their time or handle the influx of orders when they do scale, or how to even stand out in a crowded market. So question for you, product boss, do you ever feel like you're juggling so much in your product business without knowing where to focus or how to reach your goals? We feel you. It's no secret being a product boss isn't easy, but there are things that you can be doing right now to help your business thrive this year. And we're here to help you do that. We are hosting a free series That includes three info-packed workshops to help you kick off your best year yet. So if you're feeling like you don't have enough hours in the day, or you don't even know what you should be focusing on to grow, or like your business can't even handle the influx of orders you want because you're making everything yourself, or like you don't know how to stand out in a crowded market, well, we've got you covered. That's why we created our upcoming free workshop series. The Product Boss's Guide to Your Best Year Yet. We're hosting three free workshops where we're sharing some of our biggest tips and tricks on how to have your breakthrough year in 2022. And the first workshop kicks off on January 20th. If you want to join us for free, just head to theproductboss.com slash best to save your spot. And let's grow this year together. So again, head to theproductboss.com slash best or head to the show notes and just click right there and we'll see you inside. And I think that it's sitting down. So in the beginning, you sit down, you know what your goal is. So high school weight, million dollar business, let's just say $500,000 business, right? But either way, you have to work your way backwards. But the first step of that is allowing yourself to even sit down and think of that, you know, sit down and want to do that. Because you have to want it either, and you have to even think of it, or there's no even way that you would even dream it, think it, say it, want it, take the steps forward. So you're not, so when you're taking steps forward and you haven't thought about where you're going, you're literally in a way aimlessly wandering. So there's, there are people that, for example, like I want to grow my business. Okay. But let's say you said, I want to grow my business too. A hundred thousand dollar business. Okay. Hundred thousand dollar business. 
let's work your way backwards from there. So at least you're positioned in a certain way so you can pivot, pivot, pivot and go in a certain way. Because lots of times you're like spinning up and down, going up, you know, like a roller coaster is entrepreneurship, but at least you know where you're headed. It gets you in the right direction. But if you don't have any sort of target, you scared of your target, if you are fearful of how you might change, you have mental blocks around whatever that target is, um, you innately don't even want that target, right? Then you'll never get to that target, right? So I think, you know, sitting down, understanding what your target is, your version of success, success, your idea of success, and sitting down for real. Like Jacqueline and I hear so many things of people being like, I don't want this because of this, but that's not true. Sit down and for real and think about like, is that true? Are the things that I think that I want really what I want or don't want? Because maybe that's just a limiting belief that you have for yourself. I don't want a million dollar business because it has pressure against it, you know, or it means I have to have a team. Well, I think that we all need to think about like, okay, is that true? Okay, well, do some research, ask around, think about the things that you want to do. Look at other businesses, listen to the podcast, uh, get into the community, all that kind of stuff and figure out what your version of a success is and then do it, commit to it, be consistent, reinvest in yourself, you know, and over and over and over. And um, be that person before you like how to be that person that's in that target before you even get there. So lots of times, unless you like sit down or like, okay, I want to be a million dollar business. Well, what does that person that owns a million dollar business do? Well, they certainly do a lot of different things. So that's why I say work your way backwards, but they, you have to kind of like get there before you're ready. They hire the right people. They, um, hire, um, fulfillment teams. And if they don't want a big team or whatever it is, they, um, have meetings with only leadership team, you know, whatever it looks like. So you're getting there and working your way backwards, right? And you're stepping into it and being consistent about it. So I hope that made sense in the way that I was phrasing it. Because for example, Jeff Bezos, some of you may know him, wealthiest Mm -hmm. man in the world, right? When Mm -hmm. he concepted the idea of selling books online, right? He over, he said, okay, we're not gonna, we're gonna avoid the bookstore. We're gonna sell books directly to customers with this online platform. We all know where it's gone now. Do you think Jeff Bezos thought I'm going to be fulfilled? Like I want to grow it. And he had this big dream, but he's like, but I will be sending out every single book. No. (laughs) Do you think he's right now fulfilling your orders? No, he's living his best life and going to space. All right. So what you all, <laughs> it's true. It's true. But what you all don't realize is that money, success, the opportunity to create revenue, to create wealth in your lives is actually the thing that's going to allow for you to have more opportunities to live a life more similarly aligned to what you dream of. So what that means for all of you is that you can't see it now. I, me and I couldn't see it till in, in 2018, I made this declaration in front of, you know, 50 people. And I was like, I think we could be a million dollar business for the product boss. Right. I was like, I think we, I think we can. It just took that one thought. Did I know how? 
Absolutely not. We didn't even have a course. We only sold masterminds. We had a podcast. No idea how we mm-hmm. would do it, but I just allowed myself to to dream bigger, to think we could be successful. And my friends, a million dollars was as high as I could get in my head. Yeah. Okay. Like it was the highest I could get. And it was an audacious statement. Do you and I work a lot? We do. We do. But, and, and there's a lot of us, you know, you will work a lot. You will work a lot growing, but what you'll realize Until you the, don't, you know, the more revenue you make, the more you will be able to afford to outsource the things you don't want to do. And we get you closer to the things that you do want to do. Meaning if you are a maker, you may want to make the first initial piece of something, your creative soul as a designer, like you want to do that very first thing. And then you train your team of makers because now you can employ other makers that are not entrepreneurs like you, but rather they're trained as artists, they're painters, they're woodworkers, they um, make metal, whatever that they do. Now you're able to offer them jobs within their own talents. Because think about all the people, I went to art school. It's not like, but if you just go to art school as a painter, are you hired by people? Not typically, like you're just trying to sell your art and be like that starving artist mentality, but you're actually able to employ other makers while you live in your entrepreneur life. So you all have to just realize that what you imagine, the stories you're making up in your head right now about success are not true. And you get to choose what life do I want? And if I'm able Mm -hmm. to scale this on my own timeline, I will have the tools to be able to step out of the things I don't want to do and step into the things I do want to do and allow for more room in my schedule and my time in my day to be with the people I love, to have the experiences I want. You can do Mm -hmm. this. So I want to hear from the people that are in multi-stream machine. So there's a lot of students. I see Alfred, I see Laura, I see Maureen. I see a lot of people that are in multi-stream machine. What is your goal? You know, we're giving the example of a million, but I think that a million is our version of like, a blanket one where it encompasses a lot of people. So that way we can really pull it off. It feels audacious. It feels big. It feels exciting and scary and all those things. I would like to know for the people that are multi-stream machines, since there's, we have a lot of students, what is your goal? What is your goal? Is it 250? Is it 100,000? Is it 500,000? Let us know. Okay. So Rebecca says six figure this year. A lot of people are saying six figures for this year, a hundred thousand for this year. 60,000. Manalise is 150 and she wants to throw up. That's awesome. We want you to feel like throwing up. Um, (laughs) Susan says 200,000. Somebody else says 100,000. So a 250 for Allie. Somebody says 150. Okay. So that's wonderful, right? So I have a secondary question. For all the people that were in multi-stream machine and more, how many of you are the exact same person that you were a year ago? Like before or before you signed up for multi-stream machine and then after even. Do you want a year or before I'm at I do. I, I'm kind of going somewhere here. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Interrupted. So a year ago, how, how many of you are the same person? Nobody, right? No, not even close. Do you even recognize that person that you were? Not even close, I bet. So what we're, what, Jacqueline is trying to get to is that you don't need to know the steps because guess what? You naturally evolve just like your business does. You won't even be the same person that you are now than when you are at a hundred thousand. It just will not, you will not even recognize that person. Do you know, like if I was a year ago, 20, let me think, 2021, a year ago, 
I would not even picture myself here as this person because I don't know how I'm going to evolve. I don't know how my business is going to evolve. Not really, right? I don't know what mental blocks I was able to lift or how much I was able to expand my mind, but I knew that I wanted to make a certain amount of revenue and I just trusted myself, the people that I hired and my beliefs and everything. I just worked at it. It chipped away at it and I evolved as a person. And now when I look back, I'm like, who was that Mina? She was so young and naive and beautiful and gorgeous. No, just kidding. (laughs) Her memory might have been better a year ago. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But you get the idea, right? Like you think back and you're like, oh my gosh, I have just evolved and um, just I've grown up so much, you know? And so I want you to all to think about that, right? So it what you at that $100,000 level, you at that 250, we had people you know, saying 50,000, 60,000 as well. You know, you as that person will just look completely different. You will not need to know how you're getting there. You, when you, when you start set your resolutions for 2021, when you set your resolutions for 2020, you, you had that and you set it and you continued with your life and you all grew in some way, personal, you know, with your relationships in your business, everything shifted and changed. And you are where you are now. And maybe you're slightly more overwhelmed because, you know, maybe you are having orders roll in and you're like, okay, I need to make a change. Like someone said, she's in a small apartment and her business has finally hit six figures. And she's like, maybe she feels uncomfortable making that change because we kind of get stuck, but she's there now. And she has this opportunity to make a different change. So whenever you're afraid of success, right, you're thinking, and and we're going to talk business because we're your business coaches, right? We're online here talking to you about business. When you start to get to psych yourself out, about success and whatever that means for you. Let yourself know, I do not need to know the steps there. I just need to create that target and I will get, I will, I will have the tools. I will learn the things I will adapt and I will grow because my friends, we went through a global pandemic where we were all in lockdown, don't want everywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. When that started, we had no idea how we would be in our houses for that long with those people. Even beyond that, like, or even like so there's some people that have not changed at all since the beginning of this pandemic. We went through a lot, but I'm they, sure they did not they <laughs> did not develop their mindsets at all. So for example, when you look back at your old self, the people that changed the most were the ones that really worked on their mindsets. They you know like um Greg said um so much so much more growth than just that. It was the beginning of my mindset change. So There are some people that just think that's not for me, that's for somebody else. Or um, I've always done it this way. I could never see it any other way. Or I've never believed in myself or invested in myself. I just couldn't, you know? But you and I, I want to go back to the pandemic because we were like, we had a big goal for ourselves and we're like, we're not going to hit it. Like, there's no way the world is shut down. We're locked in our houses. Mm -hmm. We did in 10 months. We had no idea when we got shut down. When we all got mm-hmm. shut down and we we're in our houses, we're like, how I remember like freaking out and being like, how how could I be here for three months? I mean, then you get to like six, seventh month, and I was fully comfortable never leaving my house again. Right. None of us knew how we were gonna get through it. This is how I feel about child, like childbirth, also, right? But then mm-hmm. you get through it and you go, I am stronger and I am more capable than I ever imagined I was. None of us were prepared, but we did it. And so many of you grew businesses in that time and made more money than you ever expected to make. 
with a lot of people made investments in themselves. A lot of people worked on their mindset. I mean, there's some people that literally just hunkered down and did nothing. Okay. As Annika says, I remember thinking that I wasn't allowed to sell during lockdown and then she changed her mindset about that. Right. Right. So there's some people that didn't change their mindset or that they look back at themselves and it was just like their environment changed but they internally did not change their limitations on their brain or their um, dreams that they have for themselves. Or they were just like, I'll just wait to make my targets, you know, in 2022 when this pandemic's going to be over. You like literally people probably thought that, right? Like I'll wait till this is over, you know? So really thinking back of, it really starts with, you know, you thinking about your own mindset limitations, setting that target and investing in that target and taking the steps and actions ahead. Because all of you people that are here with us today, a lot of you are students in multi-stream machine. You bought multi-stream machine, right? So you took the necessary steps to make a commitment and to be consistent with it. You have now have the tools. And so I think that, you know, we as coaches can certainly lift those limiting beliefs for you as much as we can, but it will take you. It will take each other too, because a lot of them, a lot of our masterminders, a lot of our um, multi-stream machine students in the, in the community, they, they lift it for each other. They kind of like reinforce our messaging of, you know, like, you know, the million dollars, you know, I'm just using million dollars as just an example because it feels like Jacqueline said, very audacious. Like it feels like, you know, like once you lift that up, I mean, the, the sky's the limit, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's possible. Um, so I want to kind of wrap this part. I want to get into good, better, best schools before we end, but I want to ask this question again, that we started it with. Be honest, my friends, are you afraid of success? So after us yelling into this microphone for the last however long, do you feel, do you still feel afraid of it? Or are you starting to kind of like loosen around this? Are you starting to mm-hmm. kind of Less take afraid. the rough edges off? Yeah, like the sharp edges are kind of starting to fade a little and you're like, okay, all right, I can get there. And it's okay right. if, if you still are afraid of success. I mean, it's only been 30 minutes. Afraid of success <laughs> and feelings and it feeling scary are two different things. It should feel a little bit scary, mm-hmm. you know, but not afraid where you're like, no, just no, no, thank you. Never you gonna know? happen. Can't do yeah. it, won't do it. I, there's no possible way I can do it. Those are the thoughts we want you to let go of. There's no possible way. I can't see myself doing it. I'll get drowned in orders. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I I can't, I don't have enough time. I'm a certain age and there's no way I have the years to do it. It's not true. These are limiting beliefs that you're putting in your own brains. What if we just softened it a bit? What if it was like, mm-hmm. I'm, someone said I'm 71 years old and I don't have enough time to do it. I will tell you that we've worked with people that are in um, 60s and 70s that have started businesses and have been successful because they want their creative outlet. So what if we said, instead of you saying, I'm 71 years old, retirement, I don't have enough time to do it. What if instead you said to yourself, I have, I'm, I'm still alive. I still have, I'm smart and I'm capable. Let's see what happens. Let's just see what happens. Don't put the pressure on it. Just think, let's see what happens. I'm going to try this. What's the worst that's going to happen? You fail. The business goes under. You can't keep doing it. Cool. At least you tried. At least you followed a dream. These dreams pursued are more important than the things that you just squashed because your brain okay, is going uh, Let's. What's the worst? That let's say that does happen, but you've gained. Let's see what you've gained in that. So let's mm-hmm. say the business goes under, you know, you lose money. 
but you've also gained knowledge. You've become a different person. You learned about your capabilities. You there, there's always something to be gained, you know? So maybe that business, let's say it does go under, like what Jacqueline said, it goes under whatever. It probably was not the business for you or the season that it was in, but you still can take a step forward. So I don't want you to be all afraid of like, okay, that's worst case scenario. But that is that, is that the worst case scenario? Because you still have gained something too. We've all failed in our lives. We've all failed in our lives, but we've all moved forward too. Yeah. You need to fail to find the way forward, right? Something has to break. Something has to not work for you to be inventive in your lives. Um, whether there's a loss in your life, whether whatever it is, we reinvent ourselves and, and yeah. that's part of the human experience. So let go of, find your worst case scenario, right? Go there, figure out like what that is and then talk to, talk to yourself about it and say, but is it like, is it? Who cares what other people think? Yeah. I know you may really care what other and people think. And then I love think. what Jay, Jay underscore forevermore says. And then ask yourself after that, what if it does work? I like What that. if it does work, right? So like, I know we, te- like right now it's worst case scenario because we're in a global pandemic, all those things. But that's worst case scenario. You still have to flip it. Otherwise you will be paralyzed by it. You know, if that's the worst case scenario, you still gain something. I mean, why not? But what if it does work? Well, friends, I hope you had as much fun as we did. If you want to hang out with us live, join us every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern over at our Facebook page or Instagram. And if you want to hear the whole show, click on the link in our show notes and we'll see you over there. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. This episode is brought to you by the Shop One in Five Pledge and Small Business Shopping Directory. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. So head to shoponeinfive.com to take the pledge. And friend, while you are there, check out and shop from hundreds of small businesses in the Small Business Shopping Directory. It's the go-to directory to discover, support, and shop small businesses all in one place. Head to shop1in5.com.